and welcome to Unashamed Smut Lovers Podcast, where we just want to talk about smut. I'm Courtney. And I'm Kelsey. And this week we are doing another read-along. Woo! This is Kara D. We have talked about Kara D a lot in previous episodes. Uh, specifically, this is the game series, book 13. Uh I know we haven't done 1 through 12. Through the read-alongs, however, we have talked about it so much that I feel like you guys should be able... Um, We did This Will Hurt, and it is not technically part of the game series, but it is uh, connected to the game series. So if you haven't read 1 through 12, it's not entirely necessary to read 13, but um, you should just because it's good. Yeah, these characters are connected through the game series is usually very interconnected. Like there's uh, characters and dynamics that pop up through other books. Uh, This one in particular, I was worried was going to end up being a two parter just because they mention a third party joining the dynamic i originally thought it was a male male party but it looks like it's a male 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 and once again we have talked about the game so much in earlier episodes that you should at this point be familiar if you are interested in kink male male especially uh I have learned a lot of things I didn't even know existed through this series. I know Kelsey has Kelsey is the one who originally read the series and when it was earlier on, she turned me on to this series and it it turned yeah. out that I was such a fan. I had, to, I had to push for her to read it because th- she's just not as big of a male male reader as I am. And the very first book that I found, which was the, like, very first games book, which is a novella. I'm not even sure if it's still on Kindle Unlimited. It It is not available. So it's called Top Priority. And just in case anybody is interested in finding it, it was really good. And it's two um, tops, like two doms getting together. I don't think they're necessarily like strict tops, but like two doms getting together. And um, I, I just thought it was so interesting. And then I realized that connected to that story was this whole world. And so I've been reading it since the beginning. I've been reading this series since the beginning. And where at least there was only like a couple books out. Like it was nowhere near what it is now. And I, you know, begged and begged and begged Courtney, like, please read this. You will not regret it. It's so good. She finally did. And she fell even more in love with the series than I have. If you want well done kink and BDSM, like this is where to go. And you can tell, and she's, Cara D is open about this, that she is in a BDSM relationship herself. So she has firsthand knowledge and experience about a lot of the things that are talked about in this series which is just it makes it so much better because it's like coming from someone who is actually in the lifestyle has actual knowledge about these things and I'm sure the things that she doesn't actually participate in herself 
she has done thorough research on. I'm sure she's talked to other people in the community, in the lifestyle that have firsthand knowledge of all this. There are things that I never knew were a thing that I fucking love. And you, there's some pretty obscure kinks that are talked about too that you don't see in many like romance novels or eroticas or whatever that I'm just like, I fucking love. And it may be just because of the, the way that Cara D writes, but when she writes about literally anything, I'm here for it. Yes, Carrie D is super knowledgeable. And also, uh, we talked about this in the last episode, um, but the way these kinks are done, even, it's with a lot of prior knowledge, consent, like, just so much talking about, like, there's boundaries, there's all of these things, and there's no, like, shame in the safe word, there's no, they even talk about this. Uh, there was one specific couple, a couple books back or a couple dynamics back, whatever, where they talked about how um, there cannot be like shame in saying your safe word because that's, that's the whole reason. Like it's safe, sane, consensual, all of the things that the BDSM community is very big on in real life is very much talked about, described, and also just heavily influenced in these books. Courtney has a poor connection. She's cutting in and out really bad. I'm not sure how much will of what what she just said will make it in because it's yeah, I don't know what's going on. But basically just to like gist, I think what I got from what Courtney said was that like she's willing to read kinks that like don't even remotely interest her when Carity writes it just because it's done in such an artful way. I think that's the gist of what Courtney was trying to say. Yes. Sorry. My poor connection will hopefully be fixed by next Tuesday. So about this book specifically, um, it's with Professor Dean, who we've met in the previous Dynamics books, and which was a two-parter. Was Prowl and Apex, I believe. That's off the top of my head. And Dean was one of the main characters from that one's stepbrother. And then Gale is, he's been like a little throughout the series, just unattached. His name sounds familiar, but I can't like. But so Gale has been a part of, like, as a sub, he's been a part of the couple of the game, like actual games going on in the series but he's in like an outside sub where he's not like involved yeah so gail has according to the blurb an ex-boyfriend who is ignoring the restraining order against him and private investigator santiago jones is keeping an eye on him as a favor to a friend it's santiago i'm not sure like the name sounds familiar but i can't pinpoint where he's from or if he's a completely new character so um, I think he's Santiago was one of the toy makers, I thought, of the series. But I feel like I the name Santiago right. is familiar. And then I know the name Dean is familiar. Um well Dean Dean had a sex scene in the last book. Um, but it was a couple like a flashback of flashback one. One flashback, one not flashback. And then actually there was another one in another book. Dean's been in a few books. Um, 
No, the toy maker is uh, what's his name? Fuck, Macklin, not Macklin. Macklin's husband, Walter McKenna. He's finally back with his husband, Beloved. Walter? Was that his name? I thought it was Santiago, and then I thought so. Macklin's husband is the one who makes toys. But I thought Santiago was a partner. Maybe. It doesn't ring a bell to me, but I'm not saying you're wrong because there's a lot of characters to try to remember. There is, you have to pay attention yeah, they, to all the they side characters. characters from like other king clubs, other communities, things like that. And I think that's what Gail was. He was a part of the other community that um, Macklin's boyfriend, I think it was Lane, right? Lane is the one from the last two books. He was part of a different king club. He started dating Macklin. He moved to the Lane house. Or yeah, his cousin, right? Yeah, Gale? Corey's cousin. Gail, up with. There's a lot. Okay. We're just gonna have to read it and refresh because it's been so long, and I'm just like getting stumbled on all the different characters. I'm just gonna have to refresh and read it because there's so many characters. That's why we said like if you haven't read one through twelve, you should. You'll get enough information in this book to enjoy this particular dynamic story because that's the way it's gone with every single one of them. But you will enjoy it more if you have more background. Um, I feel like this one is the most standalone out of the rest of the 12 because every other character is very invested in the McLean house or house McLean, depending on if you're a a subby or a sadist. Um. This one is the most standalone because, like I said, I think one main character is from an outside king community that moved into this king community. And then one is just an outside character who comes in. Yeah, I don't I don't remember exactly. So we'll just I don't know. We'll just have to jump in. My midway point is chapter nine. Yeah, my midway point is also chapter nine. Um, I'm excited to dive in whenever you are. Okay, so if you are reading along with us, go ahead and read until chapter nine and come back. Pause here. Okay, we're back. Yes, I love this book so much. It's just like, I don't know, it's just her writing style just feels like coming home after you've read so many in this series it's like is is there anything sorry I lost my voice for a second is there anything like outwardly amazing about it so far no but it's just I don't know I feel like after we've read all of the books it's just it feels like coming home every time a new one comes out yep and I'm actually rereading this series while I was waiting to get to this update, I started rereading. I'm almost finished with the first book, or technically second book, but the first book available on Kindle. So I'm like getting all of the history again and everything. It's really nice. Yeah. Also, uh, in our intro to this book, we totally fucked up all the characters. Did you notice that when you started reading? Like, oh, because <laughs> I did. Yeah. Um, which is, I, I had a feeling we were 
which is why I was like, I think we just need to start reading and refresh because, um, yeah, as soon as I started reading, I was like, oh, yeah, duh. Like the fire and Gail, like getting weird about the fire. I didn't even remember that part until like they were talking about it inside the book. And I was like, wait, he got weird about the fire. And it, yeah, it took me a minute to place some of the things that are happening in this book or whatever. Yeah. So like I said before, it's definitely not 100% necessary to read the whole series first, but it, it will make the reading experience more enjoyable. So there was a fire at House McLean and it like damaged a whole bunch of it. They had to redo a whole bunch of the house and it was determined that it was an electrical issue, but Gail got kind of weird about it. And so that's what led us into this. Also, Gail has just been kind of like a side character, which, I mean, you get once you're reading this book that he's just mainly been a side character, that he hasn't played a massive role in anything. Um, Santiago, I he's been like mentioned before, but not really in it. And then Dean has been mentioned in several other books and we really got to know him in the last two a little more and then obviously now this is his book but I feel like I feel like even if you hadn't read the other ones you get kind of a decent recap of some of the important players um highly recommend also I highly recommend if you do decide to go through and read the whole game series there is a book that is banned on Amazon and it is on Smashwords. If you look up Cara D, like it won't be that big of a deal to find it. It is the Tenley Twins book. So they have obviously their twins and they have their own history. If you read their book in the game series, then you kind of get an idea that there's more to the story. And the more to the story is on Smashwords because. Obviously, it's incest. You can't have that on Amazon. And I didn't read the one on Smashwords, but uh, really the implied, the implication that is in the Tenley's books, which is actually the next one I'm about to go to, doesn't bother me. And I, I think it's just because this entire world she's created is so open and accepting of the people who don't really fit in in any sort of box. And you have to really be open-minded reading this series because some of the things that they talk about and do uh, are uh, push boundaries and limits and things like that. Some of the kinks are harder core uh, and they're just so well-written and so openly accepted, I guess, in this world that you're kind of yeah. just like, yeah, I could roll with anything. Yeah, I and I will say out of all of the dynamics in the game series, the Tenley triad is my favorite. And it, it still is my favorite. It was my favorite when I read it. It's still my favorite now that we're on book 13. Um, I did purchase the other book off of Smashwords because I just, I love the Tenley triad so much. And I had to know all the backstory and... I definitely recommend it. It is good if you are, you know, the person who purchases books or even occasionally purchases books. It, uh, none of the books on Smashwords are very expensive. So 
Yeah. Uh, so finally getting to this book. <laughs> um, yeah, I know we started, but we had drifted off on like a character rant. So sorry. Yeah. So we have Gail, who his ex-boyfriend, he was with him for I think it was like two years. He when they broke up, he started harassing him, stalking him online, just and during the relationship, he had broken Gail down so badly about his self-esteem, his body image. He's a little on the uh, chubbier side, I guess, from the description. And so he started living in this state of like – he stayed away from everyone. So he ended up moving across the country to D.C., which is where this uh, world kind of is really based like – you see a lot more D.C. area, Virginia, that sort of thing. And um, he had moved from, I think it was the West Coast. Yeah, California. Yeah. So he moved to get away because the ex, even though he had a, a I don't know if it's a TRO or a, a just a stay away order, he couldn't get, the ex couldn't get within like 50 feet of him. Anyway, in comes Santiago, who... I think it was one of the Tenley twins, Reese. He asked him to look into his background just to kind of make sure he was safe because of how weird he was after the fire. And it turns out, you know, he finds everything about the ex-boyfriend, but it turns out that the ex-boyfriend has come to town and they don't know where he is. They haven't seen him. Uh, He's not really like showing up online or anything like that. So they want to protect him. And then... Uh, Macklin had convinced Gail to sign up for one of Dean's classes. Dean is a history professor. Also, you'll notice like history and like especially military history and stuff, very, very heavily focused in this book. You have a lot of like former military people in this book. So if you're a history buff, uh, these books are really good. I learned a lot through them that I didn't even know. She has a series out. I haven't read it yet, so I don't know how in-depth it goes into anything. But I believe it is like a military-based series. That It's her newest series. I haven't read it yet, but that's what it l- seems like, at least from the covers, um, that it is like military-focused, which um, Carity must have some kind of military something in her background whether she was in the military or her family was or her husband or whatever i don't know some something because it is a a theme for her writing yeah and it's it's very knowledgeable so uh anyway so dean's history professor gail signs up for the classes so dean has been resisting because he can't get involved with one of his students obviously that's a huge no-no anybody you know most colleges i'm sure have rules against that kind of thing and so all of a sudden stuff kind of kicks off with the ex. He delivers a hand letter, blah, 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 a hand delivered letter into Gail's mailbox and Dean and Santiago find it. And so they decide to go out to the uh, McLean house. And well, which- before that, he also delivered a letter to Dean and oh, that's right. why they decided to go to the McLean house. Right. So it, like, threatened Dean, like, stay away from him. He's mine, da, da, da. And um, I don't think he was ever physically violent with Gail, but he's a stalker and a harasser. And it's been three years since they broke up. And, like, this, every time Gail, like, tried to open a social media, he would immediately be harassed. So now they're out in McLean. 
And Gail decided to drop Dean's class so that they could kind of all go together because Santiago is kind of like trying to, he wants to be with Dean. And this is, they've known each other for a while. I've noticed in this book, a lot of characters that you wouldn't think know each other somehow have this really long history. Yeah. And so they had known each other for years, but were never single at the same time. Finally, they are. And they're deciding to give it a go with each other. And then Santiago wants Gail as their little or middle. He's not really like a little. He's like a middle, which uh, I understand the difference, sort of. But they all kind of act the same to me. Um, I think it's just less of a regression. Fair I don't enough. think it's like a huge differentiating thing. I think it's all in the same category. It's just less of a regression. Because with the littles, sometimes they regress all the way into like infanthood. You know what I mean? Like Right. So it just uh I think it's just less of a regression where they still have a lot of the same, you know, energy and characteristics and things like that, but not necessarily the same type of play. Right. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much where we are. I think they finally they came up with a plan that Gail was going to pretend to go to Dean's class and they were going to like hang out together to draw out the ex and just to get him to do something to where they could finally put him in jail because Gail had gone to the police multiple times over the years every time something new happened and there wasn't really anything that the police could or would do about it. He would just like kind of be slapped on the wrist, pay a fine maybe. And then that was it. So they're trying to get him like gone for good. And yeah. I, I think that's where it ended. I can't remember. Um, yeah, I mean, they did some playtime together and oh, yeah. things like that. So. The playtime in these books is so amazing. We haven't really gotten into like the kink kink part. Yeah, uh, not too the, much. Yet. Yeah, but this book is going to feature a game. Uh, not all of the books in the series do, but a lot of them do. And so the games are like specific events that the kink house uh, puts on. And all oh, those are always my favorite books, the ones with games, because the games yeah, are the always, games. you get to see all of the characters. You get to like learn about a new kink that I, I feel like I knew nothing before I started reading this series. I have oh, looked wow. up so much shit since. It's crazy. Like you. There's some that I'm just like, what? And I'll like, <laughs> my poor husband, he doesn't give a sh single shit about any of this. And I'll look at him and I'm like, have you heard of this? And he looks at me so fucking sideways. Like, excuse me, what are you reading? Oh, and what's the right answer there? Because if he does and he's like, yeah, it's like, how do you even know that? Generally speaking, I don't think he has heard of many of the things that I'm like, have you heard of? Like, what's the one? Oh, I don't remember what the name of it is. But it's the kink where they stick the, like, rods in the penis. Oh, that was Casey and Noah's book. What's the name of that? Oh, God. I, I can't remember now. It's it, Yeah, it goes into, like, the urinary tract hole. Or not it's, the urinary tract. Like, you know what I mean? The actual hole. Like, where a catheter would go. Right, it's the same. It's just the same hole. For well, men. for a penis, it's the same holes. hole. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I don't know. It 
I can't remember the name of it, but that's one that's like always stuck into my head. Dollification, I think, is really cool. Cara D does dollification really well. Um, Somnophilia, we started to see a little bit of that in this book, but not a crazy amount. I'm wondering if they will dive more into that or if it was just kind of like thrown in there, like a little tidbit of it. Um, we, we've gotten a lot of like master slave play and even like high protocol dynamics. And we've gotten like a little bit of everything. There's been some water sports. There's been like interrogation play. There's been like all sorts of shit that like I've not thought twice about. And, um, it's really artfully done. So very much so. Uh, I'm excited to dive back in. Uh, yep. So if you are reading along with us, go ahead and read till the end of the book and come back. Pause here. Okay. We're back. Yes. Uh, it's always a good day to end with the games. Yeah. (laughs) It was, it was a good book. I will say this is not my favorite games book. Okay, listen. So I was a little disappointed, not because it was a bad book, but because it seemed a little rushed in the wrong places, if that makes sense. The last couple books have felt that way to me. But um, except maybe, no, I feel like, yeah, they, like the last couple books have kind of felt that way to me. But um, the other, like, They've kind of had, like, explanations as to why and how they felt rushed, you know? Mm-hmm. And this one was just kind of just rushed. Another thing is is that there was a lot less, um, like, kink involved in this one. There was, like, barely any kink involved in my Very opinion. much so, too. And it was almost like they built it up like the kink was going to be a lot heavier. Like, how, you know, he was, like, more of a middle and uh, a lot of other things and then yeah the kink was a little lacking in this one i didn't really like the uh okay so it wasn't a bad thing and once again i don't want to trash this book because i love Cara d and i did like the book it's just the ex-boyfriend thing the entire book it was like presenting itself as it was going to be this huge 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 issue we go through the entire book with nary a spotting of the man and then at the very end i think it was like the first epilogue he showed up for five minutes. They made up a story about him having him holding a knife on uh, Gail and arrested. And it was like it 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 felt it felt like it should have been handled either earlier in the book or just it just felt rushed. Yeah, it, that I, wasn't like an epilogue type of plot line, in my opinion. No. And the uh, there was just a lot left unsaid in this. Um, so Cara D does this thing where she starts a book and then almost every dynamic gets a second book, whether it's right after or later in the series where they get their like their epilogue novella or their little like their their conclusion of that dynamic. And so um I was actually just texting Kelsey about that when I was finishing up the book and I was like, ooh, they're foreshadowing. And so at current, I'm rereading the series and I just finished uh, Greer's family dynamic. I just finished off their second book. So, But the foreshadowing, because 
when you read the first book, Doll Parts, I think it's like book four or five, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you first read Doll Parts, there's this one section in it that I think is a foreshadowing of what happened in the book we're currently doing, Hide With Me. So um, one of the tops in there named Casey, he was partially paralyzed uh, in a skiing accident. And he's he's also his littles, his partner, his littles uh, ex-stepfather. So um, they get together and he says to his co-top and partner that, you know, he was glad that he did it now instead of years ago before he got in the accident because he wouldn't be happy with his partner seeing him in his darkest moments. Now, keep with me because this is a little convoluted. But um, so in what just happened in this particular book, uh, Hide With Me, was Lucian had a heart attack or what we think is a heart attack. And he ends up collapsing at dinner in mm-hmm. front of his um, slave, domestic slave or whatever. Yeah. His partner, Cam, and uh, the rest of his family, and then obviously the people in this book. And so he collapses. But the foreshadowing part is, so in that book, I think it was Lucian's POV, and he mentions like, oh, yeah, you know, you you never – he tries to like smooth it over. He's like, oh, well, you know, your partner is obviously going to see you in those dark moments because you know you're a lot you're older than him because the two older ones are quite a bit older than their younger partners and so then he says but i wouldn't i wouldn't want my partner to see me in that kind of state either and then it mentions something about like you know luckily like he's healthy or something like that and so when this happened i was like oh my god they're definitely going to get their second one because it usually mentions at the end of a book like these people will be back for their conclusion late in later in the series. And so yeah, and the book after there was something this like one, that, but I just skipped it. Huh? There was something like that in the back of this one, but I just skipped it. Yeah. So it's likely that they're going to come back and maybe um, adjust the dynamic or something like that. Carrie D is never done with a dynamic until there's a heftier conclusion. Like I said, I just finished um, the Greer Polly family one where they have all the kids for anybody who's read the series. Uh, yeah. And their second book did a million times better. Like book one, I would not have been satisfied if that's just where it kind of ended, where they were kind of adding somebody in book two gave one of the best epilogue okay. conclusions. Cause you get to see them a few months down the road. You get to see, see them you like see them how they're adjusting. Isn't there like a scene like years down the road where like the um, kids are? I think it's like a year or two. Yeah, like not like fully grown, but they're like grown enough that they're like standing on their own now. Yeah. And so, and that's what I really like about what Cara D does because even when you see a couple or a, a dynamic of some sorts, and it doesn't always happen right away. Like this one, they the the conclusion of the dynamic or whatever. I mean, you still see them in the series, but the conclusion of the dynamic you get to see right after, whereas in some cases, you're seeing it like five, six books later. Yeah, I think that these these ones will be back, um, these characters. I Yeah, I wasn't satisfied with this. Um, but like I said, like uh, this honestly just wasn't my favorite book this series. So um, I really struggled to get through, like, 
after they kind of got together, I just struggled to get through the book. Like, I don't know. I just, um, it's not, it's not common for me reading a games book. So, uh, and it could be because I was hosting Thanksgiving and, you know, other things were going on, but I just had a hard time like grabbing my focus on the times that I do set aside for reading. So, um, I don't know. It wasn't my favorite. I did still like it. And like I said previously, like reading a Cara D book just always feels like coming home. Like her writing style just, I think once you've made it through the whole game series to whatever point you're at, like it just feels welcoming to pick up another one. So I'm not mad at it by any means. It just, it wasn't my favorite. I like the books where we get like more involved in different kinks. Like even if it's a kink that we've already seen before, seeing a new dynamic adapt that kink into their lifestyle is like cool to me. And we just didn't really get barely any kink at all in this. Yeah. This one disappointed me in that arena too. And I'm hoping that when this dynamic gets their conclusion, it's going to be either with an actual game event or some sort of like, display or something like that because you're right I feel not cheated because I understand that there was a lot of emotional aspect in this game on every side for every character but at the same time you're right I think getting the to game see how each dynamic deals with even the same kinks or different kinks or things like that really it, it endears those characters to you a little more yeah and they like hinted at stuff like doing an in- interrogation scene with Gail and, like, uh, the interrogation scene with Shay is <gasps> yes. one of my favorite scenes in the whole entire fucking series. I just like, read it a few days ago. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I actually. That scene was rent-free in my head <laughs> at all times. The one with Franklin. Um, I just. I don't really like Franklin. <laughs> I know. I'm either. almost. I think I'm going to skip because his, his book with the. Uh, his guy is next, and I think I'm going to skip it and just go straight to the novella because he's not my favorite. I mean, I get it, whatever. But no, um, but his humiliation interrogation scene, like, I think will forever live in my head as, like, one of the most secondhand humiliating experiences of my life because I get secondhand, like, embarrassment watching TV or reading a book, and, like, my gut hurts, and, like, my yeah. heart starts fluttering. <laughs> And it was so hard to go through that scene again. I think that might be why Franklin is not my favorite. Just because, like, I don't jive with that kink period. No, it drives me nuts. Every time he shows up at, like, a group event or something, he, like, he makes, like, he makes me feel embarrassed. Just to read the scene, I'm like, I shouldn't be watching this. And he, he's made to seem just, like, so pathetic. He is. And I mean, he's a little better in his own book. But for the most part, yeah, he's uh, he's just the most sorry, pathetic little thing. I almost just want to, like, like, wrap him up and be like, go sit in the corner, okay? And that's – I even people's inner thoughts about him are that way. And it's not just about, like, kink. Like, people genuinely just think that way about Franklin. And so it's just uncomfortable – um but the, okay so this game also was not my favorite i don't even remember what the game was to be honest like i see it was just there was nothing memorable about this book in my opinion no um, it, it was the professor like it was the academy oh yeah and it yeah. just there was no pink in the fucking game 
Yeah, this one was... It was boring. I really want these characters to redeem themselves, especially because I built them up to be so much more than they are. She has been talking about this specific book for like three books now. I have been so excited because I very specifically, there was the one character, Dean. I needed him from the moment they first started talking about him. And even Gail, like I... I have been waiting and waiting, so very impatiently waiting for this book. And then it didn't happen. And then, like, we got a few more characters. And then, finally, we get it. And I am I was a little disappointed. I still liked the book. I thought it was good. Uh, I just – I want a redemption arc, okay? <laughs> yeah. At the halfway point, I was feeling, like, really positive. Like, we still have the game to go. We still have – you know, 70% of the book left because it was a, it was at like 30%. Oh, no, this one wasn't parts. That was the last book. My bad. Uh-huh. I was like, we still have 50% of the book left. Um, and, you know, I was like feeling really positive that things were going to go well. And it just fell a little flat. And I'm surprised by this because this book was pushed off. Like it was pushed back. So that it could be like fine tuned and or for some other reason, like the release date was pushed back. And I feel like if you're going to push a release date back, it should be like some really good work. And it was fine, but it wasn't memorable at all. (laughs) I know. I couldn't even remember the whole game of it. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that's all I have to say about I don't want to trash it, but I definitely uh, it could have had a little more flair. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, I don't have anything else to say about it. I have no idea what is going to be next. Um, I haven't even really looked at Kindle except to open and read a couple lines here and there. So, yeah, we <laughs> happy Thanksgiving to our U.S. friends. Yeah. So, yeah. And then next weekend, my sister's getting married. And the weekend after that is my son's birthday party. So, I am going to be a fucking space cadet and everybody wish me luck because your girl is burnt out. Hopefully you get a really nice long break after that, after Christmas. Um, I don't have a break. The soonest weekend that I don't have anything planned is January 14th. Oh, fuck. Ick. All right. Well, I love you. (laughs) I hope you make it through. Okay, everybody, um, thank you for listening. Next week will be a surprise. Sorry. And that's all for me. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.